The strongest stars have hearts of Kaiba. I'm going with the force of forces with me. That's not how the Force works. Well, that starts somewhere. Welcome to the KyberCast. This is episode number 118, recorded October 21st, 2021. My name is Joe Becker. I am one half of the team. The other half that joins me is... Michael Diaz. Michael Diaz back in the house after his long jaunt to Portland. How'd it go? It went well. I went to uh, Bridge City Comics. Yeah, they're still they're still awake. They're still good. They're still working. They are. They good. are. And, How's he doing? Uh, I didn't buy anything. Well, how are they but... gonna stay in business if you don't buy at least one comic book? They hey, had no. They had if, no. Cha- they had no trades for fifty percent off that you could buy. If your business model is making money off people that visit once every sixteen years, you're gonna you're not gonna stay in business. You couldn't flip the guy a bone after being on our show twice. You couldn't uh, buy a half off. Cook- I flew out there. Okay, <laughs> you got a wedding gift. That's personal. This business is different. Mackie bought a comic book. All right. See, and he gave her a discount. I saw. I was there sixteen years ago. He didn't give me a discount. So well, you're not as good looking. That's a hundred percent true. <laughs> No lie there. Yeah, so, got, a fun week. Got big Go plans ahead. this weekend, Joe? Uh, we have some plans, huh? We're going to actually do a KyberCast viewing of Dune. Now, are we going Friday? Are we going? Where are we going? <laughs> <laughs> maybe Friday, maybe Saturday. <sighs> going to be Sunday. No. Right? <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know, what do I know? <laughs> There's a lot of inside uh, stuff here, guys, that I'm probably not going to talk about. Other than <laughs> I've got times wrong when you should always ask permission before you make plans. Put it that way. Um, so Sunday, I'm just I'm just teasing you. Yeah, Sunday is Dune Day. Dune Day, Sunday. I'm excited. I mean, I could watch it right now on HBO Max, but I refuse to. I need to see this on the big screen, and then I'll probably watch it again afterwards. If I, if it's yeah, I out. thought about that. I was like, oh, I, I don't want to ruin it for myself. I want to see oh, it. Oh, no. no. yeah. Pay the money. I want to see it in the big screen. doesn't matter. Even if, if I watched it tonight, we're not going to record again until next week. So right. might as well take it all in. Well, I mean, the thing is we know the story. We read the book. We've seen I mean, there's nothing that's going right. to surprise us. We just want to see. I want to see how it's presented and how it's done. Well, yeah, um, I mean. How I read Jurassic Park, and then I saw the movie, and right. they're both awesome in their own way. The book's still better. Yeah, by far. Um, I Now, the funny thing is, there are some Dune accolades out there. In fact, one of the guys that uh, came with us, so I was out in Portland for a wedding, and one of the reasons, uh, or one of the people that went with us was a huge Dune fan, so much so he had, um, mm-hmm. the quote, fear is the mind killer. He had that whole quote tattooed on his arm. Wow. So he's he's into Dune, right? I I admit, like you, I enjoyed the book, but it did not blow me away like other books have. Right, me neither. So 
I'm like I said, I enjoyed it. I, I get why it's a classic. Um, but it's, I think it's definitely a classic because it's of its time. In that, yeah. As we talked about. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm not going to rehash all that, but he was far more progressive when it came out in the what, 60s. Right. Than today. Now, that said, I'm thinking this might be one of those occasions where I enjoy the movie more than the book. Uh, I hope so. I mean, we'll see. They have to simplify it for the screen. There's just too much that goes on in the book. So they got to simplify it somehow. And we'll find out on Sunday. And we'll give a review next week on Dune. Um, it won't be as timely because people can watch it right now. But I would, you know, there's only a few movies that come along that I think should be seen really big. And I think that's one of them. So looking yeah, forward to Sunday. Feels, this feels like an epic. I want to see it on the big screen. If anybody is in the Grand Rapids area that knows our podcast, we'll be at uh, the downtown celebration theater watching Dune to Sunday. Studio at Park. Yes. Dune at noon. Dune at noon 30. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. Well, a um, couple things in the news this week. Michael, you want to start us off? You You posted this on our Facebook page. Well, we got our first look at yet another Sony project that uh, they're working on with Tom Holland. Not Spider-Man, but Uncharted, the uh, video game to movie adaptation where Tom Holland, Tom Holland plays the Tom, star. Tom Collins, you've been drinking Tom, today? Sorry. Oof, no, good Lord. Tom Holland plays the star. And of course, Mark Wahlberg, too. I don't know why he's in it. Say the truth, but well, I think he plays a character that's in the game. I never played the game, so yeah, that's the problem. I've never played the game either. But that said, looks like a solid trailer. Yeah, it, I mean, it looks fun. It looks like a DB Cooper kind of thing. I don't know. They're looking for gold, like any other uh, search for treasure or something. It's somebody on our pay, Facebook page said this is national treasure. Um, but uh, looks fun. I mean, Tom Holland's cool to watch. Looks like a good adventure. Um. I don't know. I, I never play the game. You, you're the PlayStation guy. I mean, that's a PlayStation game, right? So I wouldn't even. Yeah, but I, I think I own a version or two of it, depending on, like, because I think you know I got it for free. Just never right. played it. That's, my, you say I'm a PlayStation guy. I literally play Call of Duty. That's the only game I buy with any regularity. Is Call. So of you Duty. buy, you pay three hundred dollars for a system, another eighty bucks for a game, and that's it. So you pay four hundred dollars to play one game of running around shooting people. Yeah, I really enjoy it a lot. And, and you're a cheap guy, <laughs> and you paid four hundred dollars for one game. <laughs> well, no, since I got it, I've expanded. I know, you know, as you know, I'm playing uh, Fallen Order. I know. I have. I've played. Uh, what's that? Um, How many times have you Star thrown Wars your controller yet? <sighs> I haven't thrown it yet because it's how expensive they are. <laughs> I don't have to replace it, but. <laughs> There is, I can't get out. I, a friend of mine today at lunch was like, you know, you don't have to beat them. No, you don't. I was waiting for you to figure that out. That's what I want to tell you. You don't have no, to. I knew I could leave, but I feel like a failure if I can't. I mean, I watch a video of a guy beat it like a minute. I'm like, well, that doesn't look that hard. I can't do it. I just can't do it. Yeah. Did I you, um, did you get to the room where you have to push the metal balls around with the air and everything yet? What? Oh yeah, there's there's a lot of game. There's a lot of puzzles you got to figure out to get stuff. Oh yeah, this game is gonna make me so mad. It is. It's totally gonna make you mad. Um, but no, I haven't played that in a while though, because uh, as you noted, I was on yeah. vacation for the last week. Yeah. Well, anyways, Uncharted. I don't know if I'll run out and see it. We'll see. Is it 
goes out, you know, if it's released on HBO Max or something, I'd probably see it there. I don't know if it's a run to the theater thing for me, but it looks good. Um, We have some more news about MCU. The MCU release dates are all pushed back again. I don't know if it's production issues or whatever, but um, I guess if you push one back again, you have to push them all back, right? Because they're all canon. Exactly. Well, one leads into the other and leads to the next in one in any some way, shape, or form. So, right. I don't think it's production. I think well, part of it might be production, but I think part of it is still COVID. I think people want to push things back a bit because, yes, the theaters are open again, but we're nowhere near what we were before. No, you know? movies are making money now. Yeah, but they're not making pre-COVID money yet. Yeah, you know, but we have to put in light the streaming aspect of things. You know, I don't know. Um, you know, James Bond didn't do what expected, but I can tell you that, you know, Shang-Chi didn't do what was expected either. did way better, especially the second and third weeks because word of mouth got out. And now James Bond is, you know, word got out about James Bond. It's not jumping. So, right. you know, people that are going to go to the show are going to go to the show right? or the movies. Um it's the second week where you figure everything out. I think things dip quicker now, you know, because Halloween made a ton of money. That was like a $27 million movie film, and they already made $50 million on it. <laughs> oh, Halloween Kills or something like that? Yeah. And that's and that came out day and date on Peacock, so, and it still did all right. Well, there you go. Well, so, it is it is a horror movie in October, you know. Yeah. You know, sixty million is nothing to sneeze. You know, sneeze at on a weekend. No, I'm not. I'm just that, saying that's something that's already streaming at the same time. So right, but also, you know, from what I'm seeing, uh, older crowds are kind of staying away from theaters yet, but younger crowds are more into horror movies. Usually, not everyone. Horror movies. Horror. What did I say? Horror. 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 <laughs> horror. I just <laughs> I didn't enunciate, but yes, horror movies. Yes, big difference. Um, but I don't know how, I mean, not they're pushing the first couple aren't pushed back too bad, but I think it's getting worse as it goes for the MCU. It is, you know, I, I didn't look at all the dates. I just went, Oh, of course they're pushing them all back again. So if you want to see the dates, we have the link on, uh, both our, our page and on, uh, what is it on uh, Twitter? So yeah. you can look at the dates there, but you know, they're going to come out, but that's okay. They're going to have plenty of shows in between two, right? Yeah. For sure. Well, it makes me think of another thing too. Is like we didn't put it down in our news, but Eternals is getting like great reviews, like astonishing reviews. I'm not surprised. I mean, literally the you know what, Chloe, Chloe Zhao, mm-hmm. didn't she just win for Nomadland? Yeah. I thought this might be the case. Well, I mean, just because you win something doesn't mean you're good all the way around. But um, no, no, no. I, mean, not, I shouldn't say. Not good. Doesn't mean you can always tell a great story. Things can happen. Oh, I get and I, I get it when you I mean, obviously Nomad Land was a much smaller film. Doesn't mean that ne- necessarily a director can translate that to a big blockbuster Marvel MCU film. You know what I think is nice about Marvel? The machine the the support machine is there, right? So somebody like a director that comes from a small movie that Basically, you have to be a director that understands characters and bring characters to life because the Marvel machine will help you figure out the visuals. I think, yeah, I agree with you. I'm learning this now because I just, you'll see it, I can bring it up later, but I watched the Black Widow making of, which makes me want to watch the movie again. 
Um, and it's a, a director that never really did a big movie either. And the Marvel machine's like, oh, we'll take care of it. We'll show you. Just show me what you want to do. So like they've got a support system that will help directors that don't need to visualize, you know, every single thing or figure out how like, or understand how all effects work right, right. and get what they need. They've got the a production is there. team yeah, that, that knows how to do the big explosions. Yeah, 20 you some films us, worth. Right. Right. You give us the characters and get them to emote. Right? And that's what makes Marvel strong is bringing the character through the human, yes, the human side of it. So from what I understand that this movie is a lot different from any other Marvel movie. Like it's not the cookie cut, not cookie cutter, but not the same kind of feeling at all. Someone said it's the Prometheus done well of the Marvel movies. I don't know how to take that because Prometheus is a glorious, spectacular dumpster fire. But the idea of Prometheus was great. It's a good idea. It looks fantastic, but it is the most beautiful, glistening turd I've ever seen. I've seen worse. These are the characters that were so stupid you can't watch it. Right. Um, but anyways, that, that it's getting some good reviews. Um, Michael's favorite show, Last Man, was canceled <laughs> like a stamp, as I put on here. <laughs> it's not my favorite. I, you know, and to be fair, I, I might be part of the issue because I just haven't had time. To- it's, they were, listen, don't be so grandiose. They don't have a thing on your like, oh, you know what? We lost Michael. Let's just dump it. No, no, no. What I'm saying is oh. I'm sure I'm not alone because let's face it. Um, when people will sit down to binge stuff, well, mm-hmm. first off, some some viewers will wait until the series is over so they can binge it. Or not series sure. is over, you know, the season. S- season, right. Series is over. Um, when the series is over, yes. <laughs> but, I mean, personally, I enjoyed it in that, you know, they did the first three dump, and then we watched a couple episodes after that. You know, and I like the fact that I, I can't just binge it all. It takes some time to soak it up and right. think about it. I think it's a fantastic show. Now, I'm not up to date, so I can't say if the quality just jumps off a cliff. But uh, I did post some article, or at least an article, uh, on the cancellation. Uh, not only that it was canceled, but then kind of like a... There's been a lot of, like, uh, I want to see postmortems of the show. Okay. Um, and the gist is basically... It's got solid viewership and it's got fantastic uh, critic uh, support. It's just, it's almost like it didn't blow everyone out of the water. And that's the only way FX was going to keep paying for it. Gotcha. Because the extension contracts were due, I think, on the 15th. And I think they just dumped the show. I, I don't think they had ever any intention of picking it up. I think they said, well, we, we already got this and we're going to get them out. And by the time they're out, they're like, we're going to be only halfway, maybe two thirds of the way through the season before we have to decide whether or not so they, we're going to extend the contract. Af- they're afraid to spend money is what, what it is. Right. I think they're worried they're going to have to throw good money after bad money. Right. But like I said, I haven't watched them all, but what I've seen so far, I've really liked. I think it's a solid show. Um, well, if I hear it gets picked up, and the other in season one stays on Hulu, then maybe I'll put some time. There's so much other stuff to watch now that I'm not going to put time into it. Well, like I said, the big rumor right now is that because it's from DC Comics, that HBO might pick it up. Now, we've seen several times 
already where shows go from broadcast to streaming right find new life it's not often it does happen it's not often that a show goes from streamer to streamer i believe that did happen with netflix and one day at a time uh and then i think it popped over to what pop tv or something yeah it's probably not one i would jump on either one day i know (laughs) right who's watching i'm just saying Obviously, nothing set in stone. As of right now, the show is canceled. There are rumors that HBO Max might be interested or that could be a home for it. I hope so. But I'm going to keep watching. I, I know it finishes on November 1st, so we've only got a couple, what, another 10 days or so? 10, 11 days. Which is crazy in, itself, in and of itself that we're almost in November. So it's a bummer, but I'm going to keep watching. And I am I think HBO is probably taking that approach too because – I think once this first season's done, I wouldn't be surprised if numbers, you know, spiked a little bit or at least stayed pretty steady as people continue to watch it, you know? Right. Because let's face it, because of COVID, every streamer, every streamer has, is looking for intellectual property they can throw up on their service. For sure. Uh, not completely related, but one of the guys at the bachelor party I was at last week, he does captioning. That's his job. He, wow. he he does captioning, and he was captioning, I don't remember the name of it now, the, some shitty Carl Weathers action TV show on the, on TV on the 80s, in the 80s. Oh, I don't remember man, if it was NBC or ABC, and was, I can't remember the name of it, something Fontana or something, I don't know. A terrible show that was canceled like after six episodes. He's getting paid to caption that show right now, because a streamer is going to put it in their library. So people can watch something they haven't seen. Who is clamoring for this show? Nobody. Yeah, no one. But it's content. Yeah, it, they, they need it. It's going to get worse, right? Like That's that's why I'm hopeful that HBO Max does pick this up. We'll see. We'll see. Um, we will see. I don't know. All right. You got the last one here because I didn't watch any of this. Yeah, I I put it out there just just for some of our listeners. I I think there are still some of them out there that are actually still into the (laughs) Arrowverse. Well, obviously people are watching them because most of them are still on the air, right? Well, what would the CW do if they lost it? They have no other entertainment, no other shows. (laughs) It's like their whole lineup. They went heavy into superheroes. They did. They did. No question there. But So, yeah, the big uh, crossover event this season which now Flash is the, I don't know, the flagship show as uh, Green Arrow is gone. Right. Is uh, is Flash. So the big crossover is Armageddon. I don't know that. It was a comic book, book series. I don't, I don't, I don't know what that was about. It's, it's just is a like, reason to crossover. Like Kingdom Come kind of thing or no? No, like Kingdom Come. More like, uh, remember, obviously, you, you know, Crisis on Infinite Earths, which. Yep. And and what, before that, they did what Earth X, and then they did uh, Invasion. That was yeah. one. I would say Armageddon's closer to Invasion. Got it. So, just throwing that out there for people that are still watching the Arrowverse. As you all well know, I think Joe and I both cashed out a good couple, three, four years ago. Right. All right. Um, let's move on to our geek this week. Uh, why don't you go first this week, Michael? Because I went with first the last few weeks. I feel bad trying to, you know, take on all, all um, your cool screen time. So I was on 
flights, a lot of flights this last week. And I finally checked out, even though I've had access to it forever, Hobbs and Shaw from the Fast and Furious, the spinoff, right? Mm-hmm. Now, I know that's not the focus of this podcast, and but Joe and I have talked many times about the Fast and Furious. And I saw F9, and I think I made myself clear in that I thought the franchise was running on fumes with F9. It was just, eh. It was terrible. But then I watched this, and it totally redeems itself. <laughs> well, that was way before it, though, so it's not I redeeming. It's going the wrong direction. Um, yeah, The Rock is it. great. Like you, You're a big Rock fan, I know. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, funny, because I've said on this podcast, by himself, I don't think The Rock can top line a movie. With someone else, a buddy or a partner, yes. In this case, it's, you know... Dwayne the Rock Johnson and Jason Statham, and I'm. It just works. It's good cop, bad cop, or bad cop, bad cop. I don't know how you want to take it. Right. It's not smart. It's a stupid movie. There's lots of stuff you're like that can't happen. Well, but the way yeah, of course. It's 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 a new comic book. It's just there's no comic book that's been written about it yet. You know what I mean? Exactly. It's, it's still and a comic book movie. I. Now, it doesn't hurt that what the, it was directed by David Leitch, Leitch right? Mm-hmm. Who he was one of the co directors on the first John Wick. Right. So the guy, and, he's, and before that, he was a stunt coordinator and performer. Right. So it was kind of cool to get into the story, though, of uh, uh, Shaw's family and then Hobbs's family, how it ends up. And yeah, they kind of retconned Shaw a little bit. I mean, well. Kinda. He's a cold-blooded killer, and then you find out, well, maybe he's not. Well, that's how they did it for the whole series, right? They want they turn bad guys into good guys. Right. Fast and the Furious. So, that's- that said, I loved it. it. I just had a lot of fun with it. And if they do more movies like this, the Fast and Furious franchise is fine. If I was Lucasfilm, I would probably sue them for, for some writing problems from Return of the Jedi. What do you mean? You know, you go to a primitive island and they just fight with primitives. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but there were no teddy bears. No, but you you know. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm not calling uh, them Ewoks, but the premise was there. Like, take the technology away, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was good. I liked it the movie. It was, I thought it was good. It was fun. And then... On the flight back, I watched Get Out, which I usually don't watch a lot of horror films. I had heard lots of good things. That's a suspense film. That's not really horror. Well, I could see more, yeah, suspense. It was good. I enjoyed it. Great movie. Oh, my God. I really enjoyed it. It's, uh, there's some gore. And yeah, I would say it's, I don't know, it's it's between suspense and horror. It was, uh, it was good. I I really enjoyed that as well. There was another movie that's in that vein. Was it Antebellum something? Oh, I don't know. I know there's us. No, not that one. But it's another another good movie. So, so those are your two geeks this week. Yeah, and yeah, I I really uh, I didn't have time for video games. Really, I just played some Mario Kart on the plane a little bit, so didn't have a lot of time to geek out. But those are my two of my big ones. And then obviously, we're gonna go see Dune this weekend. So right, pimping that one more time. So I was introduced to a series. Michelle watched it, and then she wanted to watch it again because I guess season two starts this Friday, tomorrow. Uh, it's a Netflix show called Lock and Key. Have you seen that? 
No, but it's based on the comic by Joe Hill, right? Right. Really good. It was fun. That was a fun show. These kids, basically the the premise of the show is it's not a the, a a father passes away, not a priest, but some a family's a dad. Right. And they go back to his old home where he grew up because they moved there to figure out more about their dad kind of thing. And this house has keys that all have magical things that happen to them. It's kind of like a dark. It's dark, though, like really goofy things can happen. Um, but it, it brings you in. It's like it's not haunted, but it's, we think it's a demon. And there's a lot of stuff that goes on. I, did you read the comic or no? No, I'm just. I'm aware of it. I've heard good things about it. It's one of those things like I should check that out at some point, but I, I've never read it. Yeah. Good series. If you want something to do before between now and Halloween, it's a fun one. It's not horror, but it's suspenseful and creepy and some fun stuff in there. Good characters, fun, you know, good movie. Good, good movie. I should say. Well, you know who Joe Hill is, right? Don't you? No. Stephen King's son. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, cool. Why doesn't he say... Joe King or whatever his name is. Because he wanted to make it on his own. Why didn't he say Joe Bachman then? Um, that would have been funnier. He should have wrote under Richard Bachman. <laughs> I think he did do something with the Bachman name or something. But yes, his... Uh, yeah, he is uh, Joseph Hillstrom King. Better known by the pen name Joe Hill is an American writer. All right. Michael was looking at his phone, folks. It's not like he knew this stuff. No, I did know that. I just didn't know his full name is <laughs> Joe Hellstrom King. Hellstrom. Good show. Good show. And we, I watched it like almost in three nights, 10 episodes. Binge the shit out you of it. You just tear through this stuff. Like you tore through Squid Game last week. Yeah. Well, fucking the, the, these shows, Squid Game and that one, they, they know how to end it that you have to see what happens in the next five minutes. It's like... Oh, really I mean, good at that. I I I had a problem going to bed on time because I you know you'd watch an episode of Squid Game or yeah in your case Lock and Key, and I'm like, well, I have to know what happened. So I would literally watch the next two minutes, of the next episode, then stop and go to bed. Yeah, that's smart. We didn't. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I started. Then I watched the uh, Black Widow, the making of, as I talked about earlier, and uh, really good. You don't like watching that stuff, but I do like watching. Those episodes. So it's up on on Disney Plus right now. It's a, another. It's under the series Avengers Assemble, which they do making ofs of all the shows right now, and then um, Black Widow. And it's really good because it kind of gets into the nitty gritty of things, and you know, um, Scarlet's last movie. Uh, obviously, this is pre lawsuit, but that's all fixed now, anyways. But um, that's really good. It made me want to watch the movie again. So. I think I'll watch that again between now and next next podcast. Uh, see if my if I think anything different of it since I only watched it once. I've never went back and watched it again, so it'd be interesting if my opinions change. One of my I girls liked it. I liked it, it but I, flight. what's that? The One of my girls watched, watched it again on the flight, and I kind of watched it over her shoulder after I finished my movie, and I was like, I should watch this again. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that was my other geek this week. Anything else good for stuff. you? Uh, probably, but this is good enough. All right. All right. Well, before we jump into our main topics, you know, if you want to help out the show in a small way, you can check us out at patreon.com slash and, you know, maybe join up and give us a little 
little loving on there and uh, help help the podcast out. I think if you want to. <laughs> like I said, to. it's a tip jar. No obligation, but if you feel like you want to give us a buck or two, we will we'll graciously accept it and say thank you. Absolutely. Uh, and we do want to thank our Patreon members. Thank you so much. Let's jump right into our main topics, Michael. You mentioned it earlier. Squid Game. That's one of our main topics. We'll, we'll do that first. Now, obviously you just finished it. So yeah. you're, you're just coming off the slime. Literally <laughs> finished it and then turned my computer on to start recording with you. Yeah. So it's a little more fresh. I'm a week out. So. Yeah. So what'd you think? Oh, I liked it. I was just trying to get your, did you, uh, uh, I liked it a lot. I mean, clearly the whole world is liking it right now. It's yeah. not like, you know, it, it's, it's killing it everywhere. Well, uh, I mean, yes. Well, I'm just trying to think, I mean, this is the, the latest Zeitgeist show on Netflix last year. I think, I mean, there've been other ones, but last year I think it was, uh, Tiger King. And let's just face yeah. it. I wouldn't call that good as more as it's a train wreck. You can't look away from. Right. Well, this, this I is mean, good. but this being something that's dubbed. Yeah. Which I thought was dubbed really well. I thought so too until I started reading the articles about how the translation wasn't the best and we we missed some of the nuance. Oh, so I should watch should have watched it subtitled instead? Um well I've heard both, so I guess basically unless you speak Korean, you're well, gonna miss yeah. some stuff. Of course, right? right? I mean a lot of stuff gets lost in translation. Right. But at the end of the day, it's still a, a movie about humanity and how far will you go and, you know, what what will you do when you're desperate? It's a it's a story about classism, you know? Yeah. But not necessarily – I mean, there's a rich person on there too, but who's lost it all, so technically they were poor. Um, but but there's a, there is an upper – there's not just rich people. There are people that are grotesquely rich, right? Well – That, yeah, are, that so are running the thing. Yeah, spoiler alert, we're mm. we're going to talk about it all. So if you haven't right. finished yet, stop right now. But yeah, yeah, we find out literally in the last 10, 15 minutes of the last episode. No, 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 no. We we know that there's rich people because we've seen them and like watched them. What, like, there's, a, there's a group of them. There's like a, what do you call them? Yes, like? the VIPs. The VIPs. I mean, that's before the last episode. Right, right, but... We find out who is running it in the last episode. Yeah. So I was going to ask you, did you get – so I wasn't looking for a twist ending. I was just watching the show. I was only because – not that I saw that there was a twist ending online, but people kept saying, oh, my God, there's so many twists and turns. And there were. Yeah. Um, I didn't think there was that many other than, like, who's going to die. But – uh Right, you know, the only twist that I was that I was looking for was the guy's brother. Like I figured that would be one of them. Yeah, and that was as far as twists go, I mean, I liked that twist. I wasn't completely surprised by it. I mean, no, when he went to go take his mask, I'm like, it's his brother. So I'm yeah, yeah. his brother. Right. And then he gets shot, or he's like, you know, you know why? And then he gets shot. No, I don't know why. Right. Why? <laughs> yeah. Why? So there are unanswered questions yet. Right. But yeah. Lots of twists and turns. And you're right. It's it's a it's a commentary on classism. It's but it's also a commentary on capitalism. Or bad debt. decision making too. <laughs> Poor well, decision. Yeah, sometimes yeah, but 
Yeah, sometimes it's gonna, poor like the, the the hero or antihero. It's like I don't feel that great for him. The guy gambles all his fucking money away. That's nothing to do with him. And right. he decides not to work. So I don't like feel that. You know what I mean? He's a bum. He is. No, he's made a lot of his own decisions to put him in that spot. No question. Um, But also, I mean, what other skill set did he have? I, this doesn't excuse it, but he was a line worker at an automobile manufacturer. Yeah. And his buddy that lived two doors down became a, a, a financial person that did really well. Right. Yes. So but, he had well, a, the, the opportunity to do really well. Well, he did do well. He blew it away. He did well. He got to a certain point and then he blew it. I mean, he did this basically did the same thing. He gambled it all away in a different way. He legally gambled it away, right? R- right, right. He made bad decisions, but he still got himself out of that spot. So there is opportunity. Right. But it's an interesting comparison because, like you said, they're both gamblers, just one's at the lower end, one's gambling with just a hell of a lot more money right. on. Stocks and futures and stuff right. like that, and they, and they talk about like they 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 get to this point where they're it's the last three, right? And yeah. they and they say, well, you're here too. We still you're nothing. You're this. He goes, yeah, but you're with me too. So what's the difference? Exactly. In a weird, I can't remember the exact words, but you know what I'm talking about. Yep. But he, but even the the young woman, she came over for money. She smuggled yeah. across from North Korea. Yeah. Well, I think most people would want to be out of North Korea. I understand, but it's all about. It's it's an interesting commentary on the pursuit of well the f- pursuit of money and yeah everybody needs a basic income right right but how far do you go and how much of our problems are because of capitalism yeah i you know i want to get into a too much of a philosophical debate here like oh yeah i'm not i'm just saying that the i'm not here to answer those questions either but i'm saying these are definitely questions that the show poses right right um i would like to maybe learn more about south korea's culture though maybe you know seems like a really interesting place um so the uh, do you want to jump to the end i i but let's talk about like that the 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 char- the main character. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the whole red hair thing? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what that was. Maybe that's one of the yeah. nuances. So, if, for those that, well, I guess if you you watch this, you, it's not really a spoiler, but like he dyes his hair out of no. Like, does he just want to change who he is? You think, like, completely be a different person? I think so. That's the only thing I can come up with is that he was. Trying to be someone other than who he was. Yeah. That's, that's, and there, maybe there's something more to it. And maybe, like I said, and maybe it's because I don't know Korean court culture all that well. Maybe there's some nuance about the color. Because, right. you know, you know, different, different societies, different cultures, you know, imbue different colors or different symbols with different things. So maybe that's part of it. I, I can't say. I mean, this show was brutal. Yes, it was. I mean, did and and I don't. You know, I'm not going to say I'm desensitized, but I, I every you almost feel every one, every death. It's really a. I mean, starting with uh, red light, green light. Holy crap! Just mowing the field. That was the first, first, first game, right? Yes. Like holy crap! What was your favorite game? Um. 
I think my favorite game was Marbles. Marbles? Because that, I think I like that game the most because, just because it kind of put everything on its head and you realized this was not, as much as you wanted to try and make it, this is not a team sport. Right. Whereas, you know, people work together, people help each other in red light, green light, or green light, red light. And then obviously through the different games, uh, they started working together. And then they go into this game almost happy when they pick their partners. Like, yeah, you and I. Which, gonna... which I knew at the beginning. You're like, oh, God, this is not going to be good. Yeah. And then, oh. and then it was funny because uh, the one woman, I, I can't remember her name. Um, I'm trying to think who she was. But what was her name? Oh, Han. Han Minio. Sure. Han? Yeah. The one that had the brother in foster care or whatever? No, no, no. Oh. Han was the one who um, she she aligned herself with the gangster. And the oh, gangster. yeah, yeah. She was her annoying. Her, whoever did her dub was annoying. Maybe she's supposed to be annoying, but man, I could not stand that voice. There was a, right, pitch, but, a pitch to that. But she won because they had no partner. <laughs> yeah, so she she got to live. So yeah. That was cool. But I, I yeah. What was your favorite game? I like The Bridge. That was a really good one, too. Yeah, it just looked like basically don't break the ice. <laughs> you walk right. It was brutal because they just fall and splat. It was just like, oh, what a horrible, I mean, horrible way to go. Oh, yeah. Because take a step and is it going to crack? Yes. And now you just fall to your death. Yeah. But Which, what, yeah. It was. Ugh. All the games were, were interesting. I mean, even, even Tug of War, when. You saw it was not about brute strength. That strategy did right. play into it. Right. Well, the funny thing is that that show, the VIPs came into that episode. And I liked that a lot um, with the bridge episode. And if you watch the show, like, you know, who's dubbed. Those people were speaking English. Yes. So they were American. They're like American assholes. Not all of them. Not all of there them. Was, uh, there Especially was some other the, the fat ass Texan guy who took, um, the cop, you know, into the other room. He was an asshole who got got his just just rewards. Yes. Um. But yeah, good series. So let's let's get to the end. So you, you mentioned the marbles one, and that that had a pinnacle moment of with our main character. And I wish I knew the names of the characters. I just don't. With so, the old, so with, the old with, with the old man. So, did you think anything of it at that time? About the old man? Yeah. I was, well, I kept wondering. I wasn't, I, I can't say that in any way, shape, or form, I saw the twist coming. But I kept thinking, someone has lived. Someone else, I, I, it was a feeling I had that someone else survived. Well, I didn't, I, I wasn't looking for a twist ending and I didn't predict anything. I just know that, like, when the gun went off, I told Michelle, I go, that's the only guy that didn't show get killed. That's weird. Now I'm trying to think. Nope. They had him walk around the corner. Yeah, I remember that. Then you heard the gunshot go off. I'm like, oh, they didn't show it. Everybody else, they just show them dying. Even your main character, they show them actually dying. That's strange. They didn't show the old old guy dying. That's all I said. And then I didn't think about it after that. Yeah, you're right. And I thought it was just because it was such a tragic death. You didn't want to see him die. Like they spared us, the viewer, that, that death. 
I, mm-hmm. I think that's what, you know, it was perfectly directed that way for yes. sure. I mean, 100%. yeah, it's like, do it. You don't show babies dying. You don't show old people <laughs> or dogs or whatever. Right. Right. So, but did they show the Pakistani guy that get shot? Yep. I, okay. Yep. See, that's the thing, you know, and now I kind of want to go back and just watch that episode to see who you see that. Cause like the other young woman who I don't remember her name, but she basically said, I'll die because I have no one waiting for me. I have nothing yeah. on the outside. God, that was tragic. Ugh. To be that young and have nothing. Yeah, well, she was, uh, what, Ji Young, I think, was her character. Yeah, wasn't she just released from prison after killing her abusive father? I think that was her yeah. backstory. Yeah. So she had nothing waiting for her. So, yay, you got out of prison, you have nothing, and now you die because you have nothing. Right. Oh, it's it's just a very tragic show. It is a tough, tough show. Uh, you pull for them, though. Like, you do root for the, the main character, even though he's kind of not the best person. But then he comes out of it, he gets his red hair, and he's going through the train, and he sees another guy getting slapped around. Yep. And he goes uh, to stop it. And he does stop it. That guy gets away. But um, So clearly it's back up and running. And, you know, he... Runs back into the old the old man. He he finds another card, and it's the old man, and they kind of talk it out. And you figure out it's, it's the old man that was doing the whole thing. It's more fun to play it, right? And you know, it's funny because he says something that I've actually heard before, in that in, in a similar way. So I had a friend who, after college, he went off to go to grad school and found that wasn't for him. And then he just he took some time off, and he didn't. It wasn't that he did nothing. He said he was. Uh, a river rafting guide, right? Basically living hand to mouth. And he said something that was of interest. He's like, there's a leisure class in the upper ends and the absolute bottom ends of society. He's like, if you have nothing and literally you just need to earn money so you can put food in your mouth, you can do whatever you want. Right. You know, you don't have to worry about making a car payment or making a house payment or, you know, getting the kids off to school or whatever. If it's just you and you got to put food in your belly every once in a while and you got a place to crash, like a car or a tent. Is at that right. point in time when he was a river raft guide, he lived in a tent. Yeah. He's like, there's a leisure class. And the old guy says that too. He's like, you know, the, you know, the, the difference between the super rich and the super poor is that they have more fun. Or no, no, they don't have more fun. There's uh what did he say? I don't remember. But money, oh yeah, money is not as meaningful. Oh, right. Right? Because when you're when you're super, super poor, you know, uh, you know, money can't help you enough. Right. And so dreaming of having a car is just it's a fantasy. You can't you can't ever achieve it anyway, so why even bother? But when you're super, super rich, any any whim you have. Okay, I have it. And that's something, you know, I've read, you know. I think I'd rather be on that end of the spectrum, though. Yeah, I, I would definitely be on it. Well, you know, yeah, that would be a problem I would rather have because I, I remember I give it a shot. About I give it a shot anyways. That, you know, like like even lottery winners, like they win millions of dollars. And yes, initially their happiness level goes up. But then it goes down either to what it was before or less because, you know, part of the human condition is wanting and desiring things and working to achieve those things. It's just 
how we're built. I don't know if it's wanting and achieving. I think it's to have purpose. And I think if your well, purpose yeah, okay. is gone, because I think, you know, you can want, but um, if you have any, if you can get anything you want at any time, you still have to figure out your purpose. Okay. Now what do I do? Well, how can I be purposeful in my day rather than just like get anything you want, I suppose. Exactly. But I mean, think about it. I'm like, you know, there's something you want and you work towards or save up towards. Like for me, I always wanted a, a Subaru WRX hatchback. Now I've had one for several years and you know, that was my dream literally for like a decade. And I made it happen, and I, I love my car, and I'm glad that I have it. But can you imagine just being rich and go, oh, I would like this. Okay, well, I'm a multimillionaire, so I want this thing, and now I own it. Like, yeah, what I, fun I, is that? I imagine that every day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying, it, there is a difference, right? I know, so I know what I, I, get you, what he, I get what the old man's saying. Right. Now, starting, you know, I can see... You know, he was trying to recapture his youth a bit with the child games. That part I get. Wanting to, you know, reconnect with your youthful, fun self. Doing it in a way that causes the deaths of hundreds of people is not the right way to go about it. Yeah, yeah. Now, the thing that gets me is he's going, the main character is going back. So, obviously, there's possible sequel, but. I don't know if it'll have the same impact as as, as season one. He's um, not going back though. Yeah, he did. He took the card. He went. He jumped back right back into it. Went over and went right, right back to it. Not exactly. So, okay, I did have issues. So yes, he steals the card. He calls. He's going to get on that plane to Los Angeles to go be with his daughter and right. He doesn't. He doesn't. Now, that part pissed me off because... Yeah, of course. You were waiting to see the daughter again one time, right? Yeah. You have everything you need. Right. Go be with your family. That's what's most important. Right. He calls, and then, you know, the the, the guy in the black mask obviously gets on the phone and says, player 456, don't get any ideas, basically. And he, he turns around, not necessarily to go rejoin the game. He wants... To make it, it looks sounds like, or from the way he turns around, and says, "I'm not going to let you guys get away with this again." He's turning around to try and find them to bring them down. Yeah, I don't think he wants to go back in the game. I don't think he wants to turn around and instead use now his substantial resources to find a way to find them and bring him down. Maybe, maybe that's, that's what I took. Maybe that's what season two will be about. I. Maybe. I don't know where they could go with a season two if they decide to do a season two. Not saying they are. I don't know anything about it. I haven't looked. I haven't heard any buzz or anything like that. And we didn't see the dead body of the brother that was shot, right? Well, you know, that's the thing I thought, too. I was like. He was shot in the shoulder, for right? one. And then he fell down below. Yeah. Doesn't mean he's dead. No. There's too many things we've seen that were right. those people that. So, yes, if there's a season two, I suspect we will see him again as well. Right. No idea if there's a season two. Well, the old man's they... dead, so who's running it? Must be the brother, the bad brother or whatever. Yeah, but I, and the, the only reason why I want to see a season two is there are unanswered questions. I want to know, his brother obviously went into the game, or at least his detective brother thought so. Right, right. 
but maybe he found it because his brother was running the game from day one. It's possible. Who knows? But I would like to know what he meant by, you know why. Yeah. I want to know why. Right. Right, right. All in all, great show. Certainly keeps you on your toes. Certainly makes you want to see more. You, you, You get feelings for certain characters. It does everything it's supposed to do. And uh, it, it is very tough to watch, too. So, Yes, it's brutal. Brutal, brutal. All right, let's move on to, uh, so, Michael, I put the time in. I put the time in, folks, so you don't have to. And I watched DC Fandom. This thing was three and a half, almost four hours, man. Oof. Well, <laughs> to be fair, I like I said, I was in Portland on vacation and had a wedding. So, Well, we, we had people over, but I watched it on, on my phone. Um, had a lot of muting. That show was fucking awful. Really? It was terrible. Remember last year's was good? I don't know if you watched last year. Last year's was really good. It was fun. This was terrible. Why? What made it terrible? It's just so poorly done. Just like over talking. They, they, we got nothing new. Everything was basically we knew what was coming. There's nothing new. There's no news on this show. They didn't give anything out that wasn't already in production and almost done. So it was just basically hype for the trailers they were going to show. Basically, it took three and a half, four hours to get to the Batman trailer. Well, of course they're going to show that last. Right. But like last year, I felt like there was a lot more, just more fun. And this was just like, um, I don't know, just not well done. Not well done. I mean, it's some cool stuff. You know, there's some nice stuff in there, but they could have done it in an hour and a half. You know, and got the same stuff done. Um, they, had a, they had some two really good features um, that I didn't put down in here, but two of the features that were really good. Uh, one was kind of a look back at Wonder Woman, and they they were talking to Linda Carter, so that was cool. And she'll be in and 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 uh, Gal Gadot and um, oh my gosh, what's the director's name? What's her name? Uh, oh, Judas Priest. I, I know it until you asked me. Until on the spot I asked you. Recording. Right. It's Did you do a Star Wars movie too. God damn, Kathy. Why? Kathy. Why do you do this to me? <laughs> I, you know, had you not asked me, I wouldn't have known exactly who it was. Are you sure? But, Patty Jenkins. Something. Yes, Patty Jenkins. Um. So yeah, that that was a good a good um, interview with with them and what you know. And what Wonder Woman means and what, what those, you know, the importance of a Wonder Woman. Um, the other one that I thought was really good, and I'm, I'm trying to look it up as we talk because I, I, I want to make sure I get all the names right. Because um, they had a really good, oh my, it was a, it was a, a group, it was a um, minority comic book. Milestone. Milestone. Milestone and, Media. Yeah, I remember yeah. when it came out the first time. So they had a, a really good talk with those guys and what it means to, to do that stuff. And I thought that was a really excellent uh, kind of a talking, you know, kind of behind the scenes stuff. But everything else was basically stuff we already know. There was nothing about Green Lantern, which last year they they, they teased the Green, Green Lantern HBO show. They said nothing this time about Green I Lantern. I thought... I thought I saw something that they made a brief reference to it. Must no, have been pretty brief. I I I didn't see it. Hmm. 
Yeah. What's well, 80th anniversary of Wonder Woman? So that's sorry. That was, I said, I say 60. I don't know. Um, so yeah, I mean, there was not, not much to this. Now there's some, there's some highlights, you know, of, of what's coming, but we all, we know that all this was coming. So we've got no new news for like, you know, beyond what's coming up in the next year. Um, like a behind the scenes look with Aquaman, which it looks good. Same director. Did you get a chance to see that at all? Did you watch that behind the scenes? I, I did not. I'm assuming uh, the director is James Wan again. Yeah. Same director. Yeah. It's the Lost Kingdom, Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. I liked the first Aquaman. I, you know, yeah. I heard a lot of people call it Black Panther Underwater. Um, there's some truth to that. But I liked it. And Joe and I, for you listeners, we went and saw it on a mandate. Yep. But I really enjoyed it. I liked it. Yeah. So this Which is saying good. a lot because it's Aquaman. And it's not coming out till next year, like literally December 16th. Oof. So that's a long time. Uh, yeah. So, anyways, then from that they sh- is like a Suicide Squad game, but um, the next thing they showed too was Black Adam, which I know you are totally geeked about. <laughs> I love it when you do that to me. Yeah. Here, okay. I've said this many times before. I do like The Rock, as evidenced by Hobbs and Shaw, but The Rock, in my opinion does best when he has someone else to play off of like so why rip on the rock what about the character black adam like is this is is that a good like this could be just be a cool like i i applaud dc to like that they're doing some villain movies well i wouldn't call black adam a villain necessarily yes for many years he was the villain uh in you know in the marvel like for captain marvel the dc version of captain marvel you know who is now called shazam right um, but in, in the, probably in the last 15, 20 years, at least, if not longer, he's been painted more as an, more of an anti-hero, not necessarily a villain. Like Punisher with, with My, kind of, but more like, more like a Submariner, if that makes sense. Okay. On the Marvel side where he's, it's not necessarily a villain, but whereas a Submariner is worried about Atlantis, um. Uh, Black Adam is really... Um, I don't know much about him. Well, he is the ruler of a of an African country that's kind of like Egypt, but it's not. It begins with a K. I can't remember what it's called. Let's see, Black Adam, ruler. <laughs> of, it begins with a K, I think. Uh, yeah, Kon- Kondak. Okay. So, he is the ruler of Kondak, which is, like I said, this... I want to say African or Middle Eastern country. I don't remember exactly what it is, but he is the violent, not ruler, but violent protector of that country. And that way he's an anti-hero. So he will do anything to protect that country of Kandak, mm-hmm. which might put him at odds with heroes at times. But overall, I wouldn't call him a villain, if that makes more sense. Kind of like... Yeah, kind of like... Some Mariner or Doctor Doom, though Doctor Doom is definitely a villain at times. Does that make sense? So, what is he trying to do? In, in if it, like, what's his what's his shtick? Like, what's he? Well, usually it's you know. Is he? I mean, 
I don't know. I, mean, I don't know how to ask the question. What uh, is it, was he? He's just protecting a, an area or a country, but he's a dick about it. So let's say, like you know, you know, some corporates, you know. So Hawkman is, is in this too, by the way. Hawkman. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Um, I don't know. Let's say, uh, let, let's say, uh, some, you know, like I said, some corporate entity is at the border of Kandak, you know, in some country and they're, they're drilling, you know, oil that's actually belongs that's underneath, you know, Kandak, but they're taking it. He has no problem flying over there and just destroying all their shit and saying, no, that oil's underneath my land. We're keeping it, which what they're doing is legal. But he's like, no, no, I'm not, not into that. And okay. then, of course, you know, the powers that be might get involved, and then superheroes might get involved, yada, yada, yada. So he's not, like I said, necessarily a villain, but he'll do whatever it takes to defend his country. So yeah, Does I guess I guess uh, Adam Smasher is going to be in this. Oh, interesting. Hawk, Hawkman, Doctor Fate, and Cyclone. I don't know Cyclone, but I know Dr. Fate. He's basically the um, DC DC version of uh, Dr. Strange. So that is, I think he's being played by Pierce Brosnan. No, he's playing, yeah, I guess he's playing Kent Nelson. I'm trying to find, which I don't know. Okay. Yeah, Dr. Fate. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I forget who was playing Hawkman, but. uh... That's interesting. So yeah, like I said, does this, does this change? El, Ellis Hodge is playing Hawkman. He was in Straight Out. He was in Straight Out. Uh, he played MC Ren in Straight Out of Compton, I guess. I oh, okay. Oh, so they're gonna make Hawkman a black man? Yeah, that's interesting. Which is not. That's not beyond the realm of possibility. And Hawkman, I won't go into it too much, but. His I history. I know who Hawkman so, is, but I don't know anything about the Hawkman. His history is so convoluted. Like sometimes he's a Thanagarian from the planet Thanagar, but sometimes he's the um, descendant of Qatar Qatar Hall from ancient Egypt. So that make, that that makes more sense here. It would be that version, right? So yeah, that's that's fine. That makes sense. I mean, like I said. Yeah, Hawkman's history is so convoluted and they, you know, at one point Jeff Johns went in and fixed it to the level he could, but they could do anything. They, they could pick whatever history they want from him. And it, like I said, right. It would work. So I, I'm looking forward to this. Actually, I, I'd like to see if they have a convergence where they eventually will meet the Shazam family. Oh, they have to. They right. have to. I would think so. Yeah, and that, so that, that that'll lead me. So we don't, we, you know, we're, we're running out of time, but that leads me into the next thing of Shazam. Did you watch the Shazam? Like you, you haven't even seen the first Shazam yet, right? I haven't. So that's something Damn I need it. to do. Maybe I'll do. It. I'll do it before I do uh, Daredevil. How about that? <laughs> okay, twenty twenty. Only because Shazam is in ninety minutes, whereas I got two seasons. I think of Daredevil to go. Yeah, I like. I'd be interested to see what you think of Shazam. I, I really enjoyed it. It was a fun movie. I will see if I can watch it before our next podcast. Yeah, it was really good. So anyways, they showed of uh, uh, that's going to be bigger and badder. You got Helen Mirren is playing Calypso, which is the, uh, a, a, a goddess, I guess. And then we have, um, oh my gosh, what's her name? Playing another villain. Oh, 
Man, what is her name? I really should prepare better. <laughs> oh, I gotta look it up now. I gotta look it up now. Shazam Fury of the Gods. Lucy Liu. Oh, Lucy Liu's great. Oh, yeah, she's really good. So she's playing. Oh, Lucy Liu is Calypso, the daughter of Atlantis. And Helen Mirren is playing Hespera, daughter of Atlas. Gotcha. They're both daughters of Atlas, apparently. I should know my Greek mythology as well. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. It'll be, it, not, it won't mean much to you, but you'll have to watch. Uh, that movie. Um, there's a flash teaser. This is this might be interesting to talk about. So they showed it's in production. We know it's been in production for quite a while, but uh, that was the teaser that it is in production. And anybody with a keen ear can figure out that Michael Keaton is the one <laughs> talking to Flash at some point. Um, so they certainly are teasing. Well, not teasing. They're telling you there's a multiverse. I mean, it's not even a tease anymore. Oh, they even come out and say that just about right. right so what did you think are you more interested in the shazam or, or in the flash now than maybe when you heard it started after seeing justice league snyder cut i like the snyder cut but you know right. what the dceu is now such a mess i mean this could fix it that's exactly what this is going to do this is a soft reboot right this is so that way they can keep you know the ezra miller flash they can keep um the gal gadot uh, Wonder Woman, but and Aquaman, and obviously the Jason Momoa Aquaman, but obviously Cyb- you know, Cyborg's gone for you know, maybe maybe not. We don't know that Ray I don't know, Ray Fisher. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I think he's burnt too many bridges, right, wrong, or indifferent. I, no, I think, I think he's fine with DC. I think he was pissed at a certain director, and but he also said he will not work with DC again while. Uh, the current president is still in charge because he allowed that director to do that. So in his mind, I'm, I wasn't there. I can't speak to that. I'm not trying to belittle his concerns. Um, I just wasn't there, but let's face it. Ray, Ray Fisher's not coming back. Um, but we get to keep, you know, basically we get to keep the successful versions, right? Aquaman was successful. We don't know what Batman, we don't know what Superman, two big characters. We do know. We know Keaton's going to be there. We know that. Uh, well, for this, for this thing, that may not be the Keaton that walks out for the EU. You can't have a seventy-year-old Batman. They could. They could, and it would suck. He's going to be from a different reality. Uh, he's going to be from the Batman eighty-nine verse. Yeah, whatever. But it, yeah. Um. All right. We they've already said that Affleck's Batman is Batman as well. It's rumored. They haven't confirmed that one. Oh. I'm pretty sure. They're confirming the Keaton one clearly here. It was his yeah, cowl. 100% Keaton. Um, and why but, hide the Batmobile? You know what it was. Just show it. Because it gets you going. Who would have got me going if I saw it too? Oh, yeah. right. We know what it is. Everybody knows what it is. So why? You might as well just show it's it. It's a great tease. I loved it. I, yeah. I We all know what it is. It doesn't matter yeah. if you see it or not. But. Um, so are you more excited or less excited? I'm more excited now. Because this is the soft reboot, and it, you know I like the multiverse. It's very comic booky, right? Sure. Yeah, I'm okay with it. The Marvel universe. Uh, I'm really excited about that, and I know you don't like the multiverse necessarily. But do it right. DC, you know, make it interesting. Don't just make it a crutch. If that's fine. Um, but the DC, 
EU, this is the way they needed to go to keep the good stuff, but get rid of everything else that didn't work. Right. So this is why we're going to get, this is where the Robert Pattinson Batman comes in. Right. We'll get to that last. So yeah, I'm looking more forward to this now. I'm more excited about it. Um, I'm not even sure I like that particular character who plays the Flash or that particular take on the Flash. Um, well, I did notice his costume. Now we're going to see. It looks like several versions of him, right? But many of the costumes we saw in the trailer were much, much more similar to the costumes we see on the Flash TV show, right? Not that, not the carbon fiber, right? Exoskeleton one that we saw in Justice League. No, now. Yeah, so it, it's going to be interesting. Um, but you know what? I like that they already established on Crisis and Infinite Earths that both are both... Uh, what, uh, That's where he was Gustin. on there, wasn't he? That Flash yeah, Grant Gustin yeah. and Ezra Miller are both Flash. They're just from different realities. Right. right. So I'm all for it. This is, this is the way DC needs to clean things up and build on their strengths. Because Aquaman's good. Like I said, Wonder Woman's good. Even the standard version was good, but that that universe is dead. This is for them to. It won't be dead. It'll be just changed a bit, because technically, Suicide Squad's part of that Justice League too. That universe. Yeah, the first Suicide Squad. The second one too. I mean, did, yeah. they didn't change universes, right? Still, it's not, still Har- same Harley yet. Quinn. Well, it was Harley Quinn. Yeah, same actress keep, and the same guy. Keep, right, they're going to keep the stuff that worked. Right, which is not. The Snyder universe. Well, it, it's it is the Snyder universe, but just moved on. Like it's still part of that. Just he's not yeah. directing them anymore. Is what I'm saying. Yeah that that version of the universe is dead. It's going to be a different universe. Yeah. Um. All right. So, Flash looks cool. Now you can talk about the next one because I I really don't have much to say. <laughs> Basically, if you saw the new Suicide Squad, you know what you're going to get. With the Peacemaker show. It's funny. It's going to be over the top. It's going to be violent. I mean, is James Gunn doing a six six to whatever episode TV show with John Cena as the Peacemaker? I love it. I'm all in on it. Joe's not interested. I think it looks I'm going to watch it for the show. Um, It just looks stupid. That's all. I think it looks hilarious. Well, it might be funny, but it just doesn't look good. I don't know. I think it looks great. Yeah. It, it, it to me it's like watching um i don't know it's like watching a naked gun version of superhero films well, it's just someone that obviously takes himself way too seriously who me no the oh. peacemaker no no i mean like that whole thing like even that 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 just looks like watching the naked like it's a, a, a naked gun version like that kind of humor that kind of it just feels minimizes the the universe to me see i don't see james gun tumors that way I, I think it's i didn't I in guardians what's that i didn't in guardians i thought it was great yeah and that's why i like suicide squad so much too yeah, but in i like suicide it. squad more the suicide squad more than i like guardians i know we talked about that you can find that so, on an older episode where why michael is wrong again but go ahead but this is going to be more of that. So I'm I'm all in. I'll eat it up with a spoon. Uh, I'll see. I'll watch it and I'll give it a full assessment at that point. Um, and then after three hours and roughly 50 minutes of fandom, not fandom, fan D-U-M-B, we got a little bit of interview with uh, 
Robert Pattinson and the director and Zoe Kravitz for the Batman. Um, didn't know if Robert Pattinson actually wanted to be there. He didn't look very happy, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> could have been in character because it's kind of a goth Batman. But uh, hey, you know, the, the first teaser was really good, but this preview nice. was fucking great. I thought this preview was great. What say you? I thought it was good. Just good, meh. You're a meh. I thought it was great. I don't even. I mean, it's, I'm not that a meh, but I'm like, okay, Batman's going really dark. We've seen that. I'm not seeing anything new yet. I I like the 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 Batmobile. Looks really simple. Um, I'm fine with that. It, it, he looks like uh, he looks like I think they it's like they took Batman and made him like the the slasher to the to the bad guys like he's freddy krueger or friend chasing the bag like you see the penguin he goes i got you i got you and then the car comes through and you know it flips over and he's just like walking towards him at the end there uh the riddler i think is gonna look great because uh paul dano that guy is gonna be scared you ever see well there will be blood no oh my god he's so good in that uh and that's a, that movie will make you feel uh, cringy the whole time and Dano's good at that Dano's good at making you feel cringe I think so oh yeah uh, I I've seen know. him in other things and I think he's a great pick for being the Riddler yeah uh, like, like I said I'm not disappointed um, I'm interested but I don't know the Nolan Batman don't get me wrong the third one's crap but he brought some new stuff to it. Like yeah. the tumbler as the Batmobile. I mean, it fits. It makes sense. I get why they brought it in. And it's just, it's iconic now, right? It's one of the icons. It's fine. Right. But I mean. So is the 60s Batman Batmobile. Exactly. For different reasons. Even right. even the Keaton's Batman is iconic. Right. Or the Batmobile, I should say. Um, But they brought something new to it. I mean. We don't know here what's going to be new. I what I like about this is this is remember this is Batman Year Two. He doesn't even know who he is yet. So exactly. we're gonna, I think we're going to see a lot of growing pains, right, of what he is and what he could be. And you got Zoe Kravitz playing uh, Selena Kyle. Um, they just look to me. It just looks really good. Uh, the costume looks great. I, I'm really looking forward to this. Much I didn't know I needed it. Didn't you know? But I want it now. Right, and like to your point. They're definitely leaning into the Batman as the boogeyman for bad guys. Yeah. 100% leaning into that. And that's how Batman started, you know? You know, criminals are a cowardly lot. Well, I, you know, there's a, we get at the beginning of the preview, they, he shows them like a bunch of people are, have the clown faces on. And then he goes into some prison and they don't show the face of the person. And he's like, what did you do? Like, is Joker at the beginning? Like, do we have a Joker in there at the beginning? That's, it seems it seems like yeah, all those people with those clown faces look like characters that we saw like at the end of Joker, right? So I'm wondering if there's going to be a connection. They didn't give but us again, a date. They didn't give us a date of when this Batman takes place either. Now, if if it comes around that we find out that this takes place in the 80s, then it could be Joaquin Phoenix's because that was what 70s, right? Yeah, late 70s, early 80s, something like that. Yeah. But then, so we don't know how old Joaquin is in the Joker. I assume he's 30-ish, 
maybe. Yeah, probably in his forties, but well, if he's in his forties, that's scarier because if then Batman, it would happen what fifteen years later. Right, so you got a Joker who's like fucking sixty-five. You don't want that. That won't work. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't know how they're connect- connected because yeah, I think because they already showed that Bruce Wayne was still a child and right. Obviously, his he hadn't lost his parents yet. Right. No, he did, didn't he? The end of that was that the end of the, that happened. Uh, maybe I don't know. I I only watched the film once. Yeah, I think it did. I'll have to watch it again too. You have to be in a certain mindset to watch that one. Um. Anyways, looks like there's a lot going on here. I think it looks amazing. I think it looks really good. It'll be better than the Bane one. <laughs> Which Bane one? The third, uh, the third, um, and what's his Nolan series one? Oh, not not the Schumacher one. Oh yeah, no, God, <laughs> I totally forgot about all those. You know, I don't even know if I ever want to watch them again. The first two are fantastic. The second two aren't so good. Yeah, 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 yeah. The Clooney and the Val Kilmer. Yeah. Like I said, this looks good. I'm I'm good with a younger Batman. Uh, they're leaning heavy into the dark, which I'm okay with, but I don't know. The Nolan Batman was a rebirth, and I'm not getting that vibe from this, and I don't know why yet. We'll see. Yeah, well, it's not an origin, that. which is good. We don't need to see another origin. I'm fine with that. I don't need another origin. I, we know the character. Just, let's just move forward. So... I'm okay with that. I'm good with starting year two, like you said. Um, but I, I, like I said, there's something missing for me on how hopefully I'm wrong. I, like I said, I'm not dissing it in any way, shape, or form. I am interested and I'm excited to watch it. I think the trailers have been good. Um, but the trailer is supposed to really grab you by the balls and bring you in. And for some reason, this last one didn't. Like, I'm interested. But I'm not what are you looking for, man? What are you looking for? I don't know, but it doesn't have it. I disagree. I think it has it in spades. Well, that's your opinion. It's usually the right one. No. Yep. Ask the listeners. Yeah. They usually agree. <laughs> how, how are they going to ask? How are you going to ask the listeners? How can they tell us? Well, they can stop by either Instagram and Twitter or Twitter at KyberCast, or they can find us on Facebook in both a group and a page at the KyberCast. Exactly. And if you really want to help out the show, the best way you can do that is to tell a friend about the show. Tell them they can find us at any of the podcast catchers that you may use. Just search KyberCast. And when you do that, after you listen to an episode, you know what you should do? Smash the subscribe button. (laughs) Smash the subscribe, subscribe button. That way you'll know when a new episode drops um, and you'll be alerted to that episode. Also, if you want to give us a hand um, or a tip or anything like that, go to patreon.com slash kybercast and uh, check us out there. We have a few tiers that you can look at, dollars, $3, and $5. Would really help out the show as we get towards the end of the year and got some taxes to pay coming up. You know, it is what it is. But... That being said, we've run a little long today, which is par for us. But uh, next week, we have a lot to talk about. We'll probably spend 98% of it on Dune, because this Sunday is Dune Day. 
Right, Michael? Exactly. Looking forward to that. I will see you on Sunday, my friend. See you on Sunday. And with that, this is the way. I have spoken. What a piece of junk. Boring conversation anyway.